0: welcome to the thrive today podcast i'm natalie Bourne. i'm the media host for thrive today and the founder of innovation meets leadership well guys you know this at thrive today our primary goal is to take the word of god and connect it with your success at work Well, today I have a special treat for you because we have Colleen Routh. She pastored victory church as the senior pastor alongside her husband for over 30 years. Now she's the founding pastor of victory church and the founder of thrive today. That's right. She's the founder of thrive today. So honestly, she needs no introduction, but just wanted to give you one just in case. So welcome to the podcast, Colleen. I'm so happy to have you here with us to talk to the ladies today.
1: Oh, it's it's awesome to be here. And I love what's happening within the Thrive Today community. And actually, I want to take this moment to just give you props, Natalie. You have done such an amazing job with all of the podcasts. And and you know, not everybody knows how much of what Thrive Today looks like and has developed into is attributed to you in. You know, you are definitely an innovator and you've helped us think outside the box and to expand things in such a way and that would not be in existence if not for you. So I just want the girls to know how much of what they see you are responsible for. You know, maybe I founded it, but I also found you. And so <laughs> that's, that's even the better thing for me. And I love working with you and just... The dynamic that we have is a treasure for me because you are a treasure. So I want the girls to know that. And yeah, and I want to say, hey, because it's been a minute since uh, I have been on here. And in fact, we want to kind of make this a regular thing because I just love this opportunity. Our We'll be in a little more of a conversational format on this podcast. And it's kind of like I want to take the conversations that you and I have, and then we'll just kind of bring them out. And invite the girls to be in as a part of it as well. So I think this is the perfect way to do it. And we have crossed over the one year mark in April. And uh yes, yes, a lot of just reaching out to the girls. In fact, you you guys should expect us to reach out to you to get some input on some things. We're trying to, you know, this is all about finding ways to better serve you. So we are, we understand the power of the pivot (laughs) and we definitely want to adapt things to really suit you, to champion you, to challenge you and to coach you. That's kind of our main role here. So super happy about what's happening right now and always looking for ways to improve. Well, you know, that's so awesome. And I,
0: I want to get into that a little bit more with the ladies on some of the things that kind of are, we're all about as part of thrive today. And most of us, as you've said earlier, love to think outside the box, but there's one box that I love Ah, and it comes every three months and it's the thrive today box. Yeah. So, I thought we could take a moment and we could unbox this. I actually have waited for this moment. I don't even know what's inside here. It's been hard. I've been waiting because I wanted to share this with the ladies, but I thought we could open the box and you could talk about some of the things that are in there. Because what I know about you is you prayerfully prepare this box. You don't do it just like, oh, let's throw some stuff in there. You're thinking about the ladies. You're praying into what should go into each one of these boxes. And I think it's part of what makes them so special.
1: Well, I mean, our girls are special. So, you know, that's not the result of a Costco run. You know, that's not when lands in your box. We, we always have a theme and we try to theme it around a topic or a season. And so, yeah, so everything is curated. I mean, it really is. And so, yes. Now, Marshawn, who is also on the cover, you fill out the journal. She is on yeah. the cover of our journal. I've known Marshawn for many years. And I want to say this too, because to give her credit and her generosity, there she is, stunning woman. And she's definitely somebody that I feel like connects scripture to business. And she's extremely successful. So you have two books in there. One of them we purchased from the ministry. The other one she generously gave us. So that's directly from Marshawn. And she didn't even tell me. She just set the boxes. Like, here you go. Wow. <laughs> That's the kind of girl she is. And in the interview, love doing the interview with her. You'll find a little bit about her story and, you know, the things that she had to overcome to be the successful woman that she is. Now the mother of triplets yes. and gorgeous little girls. She's a so, superwoman. Oh, she is. Yes, absolutely.
0: So tell yeah. us a little bit about um, about these. So I, I love, first of all, um, you may not be able to see it on the computer, but Mershon's Michonne, books are beautiful. Like that's the first thing that really stands out to me. And then you also have um, some other items that, that are in
1: there as well. So while we're doing this interview and while you're unboxing, we are in the summer season. So we have to stay hydrated, but um, I just like the idea. So if you read what's on the cover of the bottle. Refresh, thrive, repeat. (laughs) And that's important for us. You know, we definitely have to keep that in front of us and to, to repeat, drinking lots of water. What we have learned, okay, so if you're one of these girls that goes around carrying a jug of water, you know, that's fine. You go ahead. But, uh, you know, I have found that it's better for us to drink water slowly and consistently. And most physicians will back that up as opposed to just gulping things down. So I'm not a fan of big gulp and plus it's dainty. And I think you'll want to carry it with you. You can throw that in your purse. So yes. that's the idea for that specific size. Plus it fit in the box. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then tell me a little bit about you know, these, because you always have these beautiful products
0: that kind of come alongside of, of this.
1: Yes, I am a big fan of essential oils and have used them for years. Um, probably even back in the day when people we're looking at that as witchcraft, you know, (laughs) which, yes, that kind of was a thing, but it's absolutely wonderful. And I'm very, uh, I'm very health conscious. I believe we need to take care of our bodies. So this particular essential oils, this is the second time you've had one in your curated box. This is to help repel mosquitoes. It Um, smells so good though. i never would have thought that was for that. So you can use this, you can, you know, in a diffuser, you can put it on with a carrier oil, because I I mean, you start looking at the products, do your research on some of these products that can can, contain DEET and all of this other stuff. I mean, it's, they shouldn't even be on the market. So I want you to avoid getting bit, but I also want you to live a long life. So let's take a different approach. Love that. And then this
0: is the last thing, which um, the last time you did, I think this is a lip balm. The last time you did it, it was so nice. And I think you have a different one.
1: Yeah, this one has SPF in it. And we don't often think about our lips. And I don't know about you, but sometimes in the summertime, I forget about my lips because I do not wear lipstick to the beach. So what are you putting on your lips? And, you know, get those little cold sores from too much sun exposure. So this is to protect you in the sun. And, of course, you can use this all year round. So as you can see, they are very specifically and thoughtfully selected for you. And then I love the cute little makeup bag, To Just everybody needs a makeup bag. I love the size of this one because... Some of them are just too small and you end up stuffing it. I mean, you watch ladies in the restroom. What they pull out is this monster, you know, bulbous thing. (laughs) So this should be enough to get all your goodies in there in one place to keep you organized. Well, that's like, you know,
0: there's many things I love about Thrive, but the box is the thing that you're just so excited for. And, and, you know, I've done stitch fix before, so I just can't wait to find out what clothes are they going to send me what's in there. It's always a surprise, right? And so I just love that. It's this surprise that comes every quarter and you just can't wait to, to open it. It was very hard to wait so that we could open it together. And the ladies could see what was in there. Cause there's, there's always just So much quality stuff that's really well thought of, and so you're just thinking of the ladies and and really thinking about you know what would serve
1: them well, and I just love that. Well, it's it's fun for me. I I'm the one that loves to go Christmas shopping. I like buying gifts for others, so that's one of my things. is a gift giver. So, yeah, I love that. I have the opportunity to be a part of it, and. Thank you for just the, the physical restraint from opening yeah. up. <laughs> it, was, it was not easy.
0: Well, you know what? Last night you and I were on a coaching call together and it was amazing. And, and you know, I just want to remind the women that part of the, the being a member of Thrive Today is not only these boxes, but these awesome coaching calls. And last night you were on this coaching call. And then as we were talking today about what we were going to cover, there were some ideas that, we, that came out of that call that we were like, man, we need to, to open the conversation a little broader
1: and share some of these concepts with the ladies. Absolutely. And one of the things that we were discussing was, you know, the whole burnout rate. I mean, we're looking at People who are leaving the job force because they are burned out. And burnout rate is really high. It's a real thing. And so it definitely prompts us to dig in a little deeper and ask some questions about the way we're doing life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's super important because we don't have to live with this kind of pressure. I mean, if we could just jump back in time to the 1800s what it took for them to even get to work was you know (laughs) what I'm saying so it's we are resilient beings it's wired into us but there's something that you know so I I want to make this statement and so I want you to hear me because the question I have for us is are we bringing everything we could to the table Uh now I'm if you are one of those people that's dealing with burnout right now you're probably like what are you talking about. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying are you bringing everything you have to the table because I believe you are. What I'm asking is are you bringing everything you could to the table? Yeah. Are we showing up fully dressed? Wow. Because I feel like that there's a part of us that we are neglecting that is the almost most powerful part of who we are so i i think sometimes and i want to pose another question do we see ourselves as trying beings Mm. you know i mean we're very conscientious of our bodies we're putting our makeup on we're we're going to notice the gray hairs that are popping up we're going to notice all of those things super conscientious of the body right And we're conscientious of our mind, but more importantly, our brains, our emotions, we're very conscientious of that. But what about our spirit? Wow. And and now I'm not asking us to separate. I'm not asking us to dissect because the Bible talks about us being intricately woven together. So you can't necessarily separate your spirit out, but you can know what it's like when your spirit is fully alive and it spills into every other part of our being because we are triune in that we are meant to operate together and no dissonance. Here's a trick, okay? This is, let me just throw this in for free. Dissonance. If we are believing a lie or stating a lie, it actually shows up as physical weakness in our body. Wow. So uh, try this try this trick at home, okay? So try this on your husband, ladies. Have him extend his arm out straight out from his body, and have him say his name, and you try to pull down on his arm, mm-hmm. and you won't be able to. But then have him extend his arm out and say some name that a made up name that my name is, and then you watch his arm is it will become weak, and you will be able to pull it down because there's dissonance there.
0: Oh my gosh, there are women all across Atlanta that are going to be oh, trying. Yeah. <laughs>
1: if, you can, if your kids lying, you can try this. And So, I don't know if it's 100% foolproof, but the thing is that I think that we are missing out on the most important part when you talk about showing up and and all that we could bring to the table. There's an aspect of who you are that I feel like has been a little bit neglected and and I want to get into the why of this because this is not meant to throw cast any shame or shade on anybody. Right. I just I want us to dive into it, okay? So, for me, there's there's three key words here and the first one is priority. Yeah. So, Natalie, when we talk about something being a priority, what what's your first reaction to that? Yeah, you know,
0: And I don't know why when you said priority, I was just like, oh, because I think women have so many priorities on them. It's work, it's kids, it's the house, it's the bills, it's it's all the things, right? But when I think of priorities, I think of things that I call important and I make time for.
1: Yeah. And you hit the nail on head, which is why our days start out a little off balance to begin with, because- You know, we recite this thing, God, family, country, or whatever, and we recite it, but I don't know that we live this, because even the word it's out prior, it means it means it gets precedent, whatever the, this is, it, it comes before other things in time, and it's superior, it gets special attention. And yeah. so when he says, seek the kingdom of God first, he's saying, you need to give this priority. And the challenge for us is that second word, pressure. Mm -hmm. We're getting pressure from problems and pleasure. Yes. Yeah. We get, I believe we get pressure from pleasure. Like you absolutely need to go to the spa today. Like, you know, your body, whatever's telling you. (laughs) And so, you know, when, when we are in this place of burnout, yeah. We're looking for escape. We're looking for something to try to soothe, or something to just even bring us a momentary pleasure, right? So, so I believe that that is part of the pressure. And then there's the problems. There's all of the thing, the demands of our kids and family life, which usually land more on us as yeah. women.
0: You know, for ladies who are listening too, I want to say like pressure and shows up differently for all of us. For me, it shows up like I dream about whatever problem I'm trying to solve, if I haven't solved it before I go to bed, or I might be waking up in the middle of the night, kind of like, like kind of, you know, you wake up, sit straight up and like, oh my gosh, I forgot. And then you go down the list of all the things that you forgot. And so I think like, you know, as I'm listening to you, you speak, it's just, there are so many forms that that, and that shows up and it doesn't look the same for everybody. I think that's the important thing is to figure out what does pressure look like in your life? And you're right, even good things can be pressure. I feel the most pressure when I'm trying to get out of town for a vacation because oh, I'm trying yeah.
1: to you know, finish everything on my list before I leave. Yeah, like water the plants do this, do that? <laughs> exactly, I mean, so it's, it's true. Those are all forms of pressure and we're dealing with, with mounting stress and so, stress oftentimes, or the things that are creating the stress because we want to alleviate it, those get the attention. Those yeah. are the things that get the attention in our life, you know. So, we operate in this triage mentality.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, but I think we've got to position ourselves back with this understanding that I have the power of choice, mm. I want to choose well. And so, The other word I want to talk about is payoff, because I think that this is why I'm approaching this topic. Like I said, I'm not trying to be legalistic or make people feel guilty. I just want to awaken us to something that I have seen is such a game changer in our lives. Okay. I know what it's like when I do it. And I know what it's like when I don't do it. What is the it? It's prioritizing spending time with the Lord it's it's because in doing so I am activating my spirit so I purchased this really nice like scrub mask product and but so the instructions that she gave me she said okay you first do this you put this on and she said but you have to put the other thing on second because it's the combination that activates it. And you're not going to be happy with the product unless you do the combination and it gets activated. So I thought, okay, so I put this scrub on, I have this on my face, and then I opened up the other valve, put that on, and all of a sudden it was like, whoa. I mean, my <laughs> face wasn't on fire, but I knew something was going down. <laughs> so it was activated. And so I think that's what I'm talking about is when I spend time with Lord. When I read the word, when I worship, when I pray in the spirit, when I meditate, I'm activating my spirit man, you know? So, I mean, I, I'll, I'll put this on an extreme. Okay. This is what I believe. This is just my opinion. I think something is either in activation or it's in atrophy. Ooh. So have you ever seen, and maybe you have, I don't know, I've never broken a limb and had to put a cast on it, but we know what happens when they take that cast off. It's like, it just shrunk, right? Yes. <laughs> it's pitiful by comparison, you know, but the good news is you can build that muscle back up. It's mm-hmm. it's not going to be like that. That's not a life sentence that you're going to have one skinny leg and one nice <laughs> defined leg for the rest of your life. So we we have to reactivate the muscle the tendons get it back moving and so it's the same thing with our spirit we're getting up and activating our minds we're activating our bodies when when we exercise endorphins are released right mm-hmm. and and scientists and doctors are telling us about the importance of exercise especially for us as women and your brain starts working better because again we're trying beings. but there's this this one piece of us that sometimes gets left for Sundays, yeah and that's our spirit. <laughs>
0: Wow. You know, as you're talking, you know, I hope the ladies don't feel condemned, but convicted because I feel convicted. And it's interesting when you were saying that I I feel like I can relate to that. Like I know when I'm activating my spirit, I know the seasons where my spirit is activated and I know the seasons where my spirit is dry. And, you know, it always goes back to what am I doing? What is my routine? Where do I spend each day? Where do I spend my time? And so I love that we're talking about this today because this is so necessary. And a lot of us have been talking about just the season we're going into as a country and as the world and some of the things that are going on right now. And I feel that this is, this is more than just a, a good word. I feel like this is a prophetic word for some of the things that are happening in the season. So I just feel this like so my spirit as you're talking. I'm like, yes, we need to talk through this in depth
1: like I said, I'm trying to incentivize us because like you, I'm not perfect. Okay. I mean, there are times when I fail to activate my spirit properly and I can see the difference because I know what it's like when I have. And, you know, one of the things that a core value that every employer is looking for right now in leadership is the empathetic leader, right? That's huge. So if we could just put that on a resume, but then you have to prove it. Right. So, (laughs) The empathetic leader, one of the greatest skill sets they have is their ability to listen. And when we have the ability to listen, we hear like really hear people and what happens across the table changes and teams meld together and then products are produced and bottom lines are increased. So there's this benefit that starts from one person knowing how to listen well. And so this is why I love this idea of activating your spirit. You are going to train yourself to listen well in meditation. Okay. Or, and you and I talked about this. So talk to me about why you listen to the Bible, because this was a fairly new thing I started doing a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. So I did a, can I, Ilo and Yose he was on one of our first Thrive Today podcasts, like maybe one of our first two to three to four. He did this test on me, and it was—it's one of those instruments that people do, you know, in corporate and things like that to kind of—it's personality and other other things. But this is the first test that someone gave me that was more like learning based, and it opened my eyes because I don't want to be like over dramatic, but I always kind of felt like, do I have a learning disability? Because like when I would read things, I wouldn't really retain it, but then I would listen to things, and it come alive for me. And what he actually helped me see was that I learned through listening better than I do through just sitting down and reading it by myself. So this changed the way I do everything. Like, yes, I go get the physical version of the book so I can highlight, but I also listen to that book alongside on audible and my comprehension goes through the roof, the way that I can attack that material goes through the roof. So this was a huge eye opener for me. And it started making me realize it wasn't a disability per se. It was the way that God had wired me. And I think that that was so like relieving for me because I always felt like I struggled in this area, like to sit down with a textbook and, you know, read for an hour, tell me what it was about. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) So, you know, just knowing that, man, this was a wiring for me, it changed the way I approached everything.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I never did really well on reading comprehension in school. And I think we approach things from this disability instead of a strength. Yeah. And so, I mean, like you, I discovered that this was my true strength. And the way I discovered was listening to the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do love to read and and highlight and so forth, but what happened when I began listening to the Bible is My imagination started opening up. Like I started seeing things in scripture that I had not seen before. Now, here's the beauty of this because all of us are trying to prioritize. Prioritizing means I find ways to fit this into my life. And so, you know, while you're putting on makeup, we don't have to think about this much while we're brushing our teeth. I listen to the Bible as I get ready, I listen to the Bible in the car. I listen to scripture and, and yes, I listen to podcasts, but if you have to choose between listening to the Bible and listening to somebody else's idea about the Bible, guess which one is the better choice because it's where the Lord will speak to you. You know, he is here to tutor us so that we don't have to just get everything as secondhand information and you, what you learn. Here's the other thing I learned. I could hear the Lord much clearer and better after listening to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. So when I say hear, okay, because I realize everybody's at different places as far as their walk with the Lord, I don't hear audible voices. <laughs> I mean that would be way cool. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> I I wonder what he sounds like. But right. I get in. So when I say hearing, there's an inner ear. Yes. I hear. In the way of impressions or thoughts that bubble up. I mean, we're familiar with problems bubbling up and surfacing in our mind, but this is activated from your spirit. And, you know, if you think about it, the Holy Spirit works in our spirit, but He also works a lot in the realm of the imagination. Okay. And in the realm of the imagination, that's where we solve problems. Your problem solving capabilities emerge from that. So if I go back to that statement, are we bringing, or that question, are we bringing everything we could to the table? Now, perhaps i mm-hmm. cast a little more light on what I'm talking about, because I will tell you that you are a solution mm-hmm. and you are meant to be the one that he's going to give solutions to. How else are we a light? If we're a light, it has to be in... In ways that matter, in tangible ways, in, in ways that get people's attention. Yeah. And when I was first developing the, the, the guides, the discussion guides, the first one was the big idea. Remember that? Yeah. And I was at home, I wasn't writing, I wasn't in front of my computer, and I felt this thought drop and beat. And that was, you know, there are a lot of people praying about the next big idea. Mm -hmm. He said, what they should be praying about is how to become the person that I can entrust with the big idea. Wow. And that's where we started. So the point I think he was trying to make with me and what I want to share with others is God is not denying you anything. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He's a good, good father, right? The Bible talks about he wants to give us plenty. He wants to give us an abundant life but perhaps we are denying him opportunities to give us his wisdom to give us his insight to give us his thoughts so that our minds switch over to be aligned with him
0: this is so powerful because you know it makes me think about how we orient our day and so you know and i even think about my own day like when i orient my day in a way where i am moving from his grace and from his peace and from what he's deposited, it's a completely different day than when I, you know, hit the snooze bar 10 times, jump out of bed, run around, get everybody ready, throw them in the car, (laughs) drop them off at school. And then now I'm just like, I'm frazzled, right? And so just understanding that, We can see this evident in our life. We can see when we're operating from God's peace and we can see when we're not. And it's obvious not only to us, I think it's obvious to our family and it's obvious to other people. And so I feel like for me, when I'm dreaming, when I'm dreaming, I know that I'm I'm close to God. So if I if I go a couple of weeks and I haven't had a dream, I'm like, how's my prayer life? How's my you know, how am I doing with God? How am I doing with intimacy with Jesus? And I realized that when I'm not dreaming, it's because I'm not connected. And so for me, that's what that looks like. And I love when you talked about what it looks like for you, it's this, it's this inner voice. And so sometimes people so struggle with what it looks like and sounds like to hear from God. And it's, it's for me, it's never been an audible voice. It's always an inner voice, or it's always a a dream or something that he deposits in me. And so I love that we're we're even talking about different ways we hear from God because it's not a
1: one size fits all either. It's not. And a lot of times what people don't realize is he is already speaking to them but they just thought it was them or mm-hmm. you know just discounted it. But the way you learn that it's him is by reading the word of God and knowing whether this really does sound like him or not. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he is oh my goodness. I mean he wants this interdependent relationship with us. He proved it. He sent his own son. And here's the plan, son. You are going to go. And you are going to walk among them and learn them. And then you're going to die for their sins. And then you're going to come back to me. And then I get them. I mean, let's let's not lose the power and the beauty of for God so loved the world. That he, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. For God so love the world that he wants to be involved in your life on a daily basis. For God to so love the world. I mean, we could go on. We need to just personalize that, right? Yeah. And I want to read this passage because this is in that, what is it? TPT. I even forget what that is. Well, whatever. You got a blank as well. So. <laughs> Proverbs 16. I love this. One through four. Go ahead and make all the plans you want, but it's the Lord who will ultimately direct your steps. So Hello, we have the plan. Go ahead and make your plans. But then we need somebody to direct us as to when, as to how, as to who. The directing part is a big missing part for a lot of us. We have this great plan, but before we just execute upon it, we need somebody to direct us. Yeah. And that's the passion translation. The passion. Thank you. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Then he goes on and he says, we are all in love with our own opinions. (laughs) Convinced wow. that they're correct. Wow. The Lord is in the midst of us. Testing and probing our every motive. Mm. If you do anything, put your trust totally in God and not yourself. And then every plan you make will succeed. So if we want our plans to succeed, we have to learn how to establish trust. And you're not going to trust somebody you don't spend time with. Wow. Wow. That's
0: so good. I feel like that's a good scripture for us just to take away from this podcast and meditate on. I hope the ladies will take that away. There's, there's so much in there where God is looking at our motive. He's looking at the way that we approach things. And I, and I think there's, there's so much richness in in that scripture. It's like, you just almost have to pause under the weight of some of that.
1: Yeah. Proverbs 16, one through four. That's, I read it out of the passion translation, but there were other translations. So I agree. There's so much to it. There's so much to it.
0: Wow. Well, one of the things, you know, I think about is as in it, almost as we kind of wrap our time today, I think a lot about what you talked about with pressure and burnout. And I think also a lot of us are burned out because we're trying to solve all these problems in the natural and we're not, trying to solve them in the spirit. And I often think about some of the hardest seasons that I've ever gone through. And I sometimes would spend hours in the prayer room. We have a prayer room down here in our house and just praying, like didn't matter what time of day it was. Sometimes it was in the morning, sometimes it was in the evening, but there's something about going through something really challenging and really hard that pushes you onto your face. And the level of download and information that you get from God is unlike anything else. But when times are good, oftentimes we start to creep back into I've got it mode. (laughs) And it's only when things really fall apart that we feel like we can cultivate that time with Jesus. It's almost like it gets so bad that if everything else just falls apart, we don't care anyway. (laughs) But what about the times when it's good and just cultivating that relationship? Because God has more for you, even in the good things. I think about how often I want to give my children good things. And sometimes they're not behaving in a way where I can, but I really want to. And I know that even when things are good, God still has more goodness for us. And I think sometimes we,
1: we forget that. You're absolutely right. I mean, I, I think for me, as far as when I look at my relationship with the Lord, there's two words, discipline and delight. Mm. There are times like you describe where it's, we're in a dry season and it can feel like rejection. It can feel like it's not listening. It can feel like all those, but but the word kind of gives us context for what's happening in those moments. It's pruning time. it's 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 winter, it's whatever. it's he's he's wanting to us to come in deeper and not retract. So that having that discipline, no matter what, I'm not basing it, I'm not looking for goosebumps. I'm looking for him. and I am going to be diligent about pursuing him, seeking him his first, and his kingdom mm-hmm. gets added to me. But then the other times, sometimes it it goes from discipline to delight. Sometimes it's just about, I'm in this moment with him and it's just about discipline And because I love him because the love that he's shown me runs a lot deeper than an emotional love, right? And then other times it's just pure delight or, you know, he just comes in the car and, you know, and, and you just sense his presence and, yeah. you know, you hear the well done, because we need to be able to hear him say those things to us. Yeah. You know, he wants to convict us of our sin and convince us of righteousness. That that's what he wants us to really walk around with is a righteous consciousness. I'm in right standing with God. I'm his daughter. I can tap on his resources in any moment of the day. And, you know, that's what, oh, that's what he wants for all of his daughters. I don't care. How many digits are on your paycheck? You're still a daughter and he loves you so fully, so fully.
0: I love that. Your digits don't define you. (laughs) I mean, come on, like your digits don't define you. I would love for you to leave us with a final thought as you think about just the topic today. This is a very deep and rich topic and I hope the ladies kind of go back through, slow down. There were some things you said that really just, set in my heart for a second, like, Hey, you need to spend more time on that. And I would love for you just to kind of leave us with a final thought.
1: Well, and I want to leave you with that one simple word that I think just really is, is a different way of looking at this. And that is the idea of activation. Mm-hmm. That I'm activating my spirit. Yeah. And so that when we are reading that sometimes you might not sense anything in the moment, but afterwards, during the day, all of a sudden, this idea comes. And so you activate in the morning, you activate at the beginning of the day, but you keep it activated. You know, so just taking those moments, those Selah moments yeah. to keep it activated. And if, if we do that, not only will that sustain us, it will help us step into that abundant living. And The more we live in abundance, the less we are going to deal with burnout because, and I I always want to challenge us. It's not just for you. It's for you to be the example to lead others into that same lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So if I am abundant instead of burned out, when I walk in, then there's a ripple effect. We're supposed to be having a ripple effect. It's not just about life preservation for us. It's about sharing the good news. So, when I become activated, I become attractive. There people are going to take notice of something different about your life. I promise you. And it just works. It's one of those principles. And so, I would say think about that. Think about what do I need to do to activate my spirit and to stay activated? And then watch what happens as people get attracted to you and don't miss those opportunities to share with them about what's working in your life and why and who. (laughs) Yeah, I love
0: that. I love that. Well, I hope people will follow you so that they can hear more. You go live from time to time and you just share so much wisdom on things that God's putting on your heart. And again, nothing trumps the word of God, but we need to put people around us that are that are saying things that align with God's word. And so I hope you'll follow Colleen at CW Rouse. And I also hope you'll follow Thrive Today Women as well on Instagram. And then you can head over to the Thrive Today website uh, as well and check out all the resources that Thrive Today has to offer. Thank you so much for your time today, Colleen.
1: Absolutely, Natalie. It's been a joy and a pleasure. And I trust that you know the girls are been inspired and walking away with something that really brings life change because that's what we're here for we want to add value right
0: absolutely well i know that you sparked something inside of me i can still feel it like i still feel just this pushing forward to to go spend some time just in god's word and also with this particular concept that you gave us today awesome. well if you haven't taken time to get into community, I want to ask you a question. What are you waiting for? The conversation we had today is pretty common. We go pretty deep with Thrive Today, and we talk about all different types of topics that help you and your walk, not only as a believer, but at work. And so we want to partner with you. We want to come alongside of you. As I mentioned earlier, head over to thrivetoday.com. And get into community today. Join our community and be a part of what God is doing. So ladies, as you live your life, we want you to do it. leadership, community, and strength. We'll see you next time.